Coming up on today's show, we chat about the incredible pilot for HBO's The Last of Us series, a Suicide Squad battle pass, possible Dead Space movie, and much more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast. Oh, fuck. <gasps> I did it. You got to change it di- there, too. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Everyone that listens knows what's coming, but I changed mm. it. And I still, this is how many times? We're on episode 55. <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm looking at what I just changed it to, and I, I said it while I read it. Jeez. Okay. For everyone listening right now, because I'm just going to roll with this, uh, we are officially transitioning the podcast. Not in any crazy way. It's just that, I don't know, you and I talk about a lot of fucking things other than gaming. It all That's tends right. to go back to gaming. Like We're going to talk about The Last of Us today, the, t- the TV show. But that's based on a game. A lot of it tends to fold back, but that doesn't matter. You know, things like 1899 or whatever fucking hot new show is out. Like, we want to talk about it on here. And if it's a gaming only thing, it feels like a restriction. And fuck that. So, without further ado, welcome to our weekly podcast covering everything on the latest in gaming news, movies, television, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here with my co-host, my brother, the controller-snapping Senchacho. Whole new podcast. Good evening. Whole new podcast. <laughs> I think i got to have something besides controller-snapping. We can work on it. We can workshop it. We'll what work else do you it. want? We'll figure it out. I got, I got Braga85. Uh, what Braga were your other like handles growing up? Like Hotmails um, and shit like that. I, at one point, my, this is so embarrassing to admit on the podcast, but when I was younger, you know how everyone had that really embarrassing Hotmail address? Yeah, mine I still have mine. Air, mine was Air Invader. Air? Like? Air, like, like in a- the sky. Like A-I-R. the air in the sky. Like A-I-R underscore Invader. No numbers. Why? I had Air Invader. I don't know. Because I liked planes. Weird. <sighs> I don't know. Right that weird. down. But like, right? Air Invader. Um I think I had Air Invader. And then I went to like my, uh, I, I got, I went from like that to being a 60 year old man, b.sensage at, at gmail.com. That was your leap. <laughs> that was your journey. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. There was one other one. There was one other one. Sense underscore itch Ooh, that's at hotmail.com. That's a hard so that one to like could... use as a, as an <laughs> intro, right? Cause it's just through me. I know. Unless I, know. I, unless I that's... pause every time. Controller the snapping, Senchacho, Braga 85, Sense itch no it doesn't work (laughs) dude literally when i introduce myself in front of it doesn't matter if it's like an e-commerce specialist at a client or the fucking chief marketing officer my intro is like my name is brian sensich i know that's hard to say it's totally fine though if you really care that much sense and itch smash them together and everyone gets a laugh and it's good but um i've pulled yeah yeah, so it was air invader sensich b.sensich.gmail.com straight to like boomer status damn it i'm trying to like i still have my hotmail from grade six I use it for every piece. You know all the things be? you want to sign up for? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. if I want to sign up for anything, but I don't want to see the email, they just need an email, yeah, yeah, it yeah. should be three. Every single time. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. Like, and you never is, check it. There is some wild stuff on there. I Dude, yeah. Connor oh, uses yeah. that for all his stuff. Like, it is just, it, it's pooling. Just <laughs> so much shit into an inbox. Yeah. Um, what else did I have? Have you checked how many are in there? We should open that up right now. You should check how many unread Ooh. messages are in Shibby 3 right now. How do I don't even Just, know how to sign into it, dude. Like Oh no. Hotmail's still part of Outlook? Oh my but, god. But like with with yeah, uh, with two factor authentication, don't you need it for a lot of these things you sign up for? 
no, because no, it's like I go into uh, fucking buy a pair of shoes at Foot Locker. Oh, like, do you have an email? You get five percent off today. I'm like, yes, I do. Should be three. And then <laughs> I get five percent, and I never have to see the garbage they send me. So that's what Gen Z does. Gen Z has three emails. They have an email for sketchy trial stuff that they don't want traced back to them. Necessary. They have an email for like their social logins, and they have an email for like professional stuff. And I think that's brilliant. Brilliant. I'm like, I should do that. <laughs> oh, okay. I almost had it. Hang on. Let me see if I can crack the code here. Because it's terrible, can... terrible podcasting. But I need to know the number. Oh, and I got to do the CAPTCHA? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Not a robot. This is why we need to make this Prove in the video. A oh, fucking enter your password and the characters in the picture correctly. I did. Oh, my Jesus. I did. Okay, we might not be able to do this wow. right now. We might not be it's going to be astronomical. I'll, if we can come back to this well, next are you, week, I'll, I'll answer Next it. week, let me know. Are you... I can't remember because I don't really, like, see your... Like, you know how someone opens their phone beside you and you kind of, like, glance over? You're not looking at what they what's on there, but you can see all the notifications? Yes. There's two types of people. There's people that have to clear every notification as it comes in. That's me. Not proud of it. It's just how I am. But then there's people who just like, it doesn't, their whole phone is just notifications and they just leave them there. And like, I know so many people like that. Like every time I see someone's email icon and it's like 5,000 unread messages, I'm like, oh, like my soul hurts. Like I can't. Well, interesting with that. Okay. Like we were talking about before the show, uh, Mac, Apple, Android, PC, Mm -hmm. all this shit. Right. Um, because I'm on Android, I don't have those bubbles ever. Those do, I can I can have them if I want. I do not but you use just them. Choose not and to then, be dude, the best part about um, the Samsung OS is the more your notifications build up on your home screen. So I'm not talking about the bubble. I'm talking about like when you open your, you just look at your phone and you see all like the different things. You can scroll the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a Apple's button. Yeah, but just because I don't think Nicole's has this. Maybe the newer phones. Does. She has an old fucking iPhone. Do you have the one button that just swipes away Clears absolutely everything? everything? Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's like a clear. There's a clear all button. I the way that it does it, and it's this nice animation of just like, and they all just fly off into. I love it. Nice. I like wait till I love, my notifications just build Android, up. Android, Android's just fancier. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Android's at the party they're wearing a tux, and Apple's there in jeans like or sweatpants and a t-shirt. You know what I mean? They're just like fuck you. We work. You know we work. <laughs> you just have to keep dealing with us. Whereas well, Android, I feel like they show up nicely dressed. It's just the stylistic side is is so good there. Well, I just I know that stupid feature I just described that you said you know your phone has. I know that they didn't always because I mean I had iPhones for years and you had to yeah. individually toss each pay or notification away to get yeah. rid of them. Um, yeah, it, it's a fucking whole thing. But anyways, dude, we are here to talk about a whole bunch of shit. Um, because obviously biggest thing happening right now the last of us hbo episode one dropped on sunday holy fuck we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna be talking about uh some suicide squad stuff coming out this week that uh i'll gauge i'll gauge where you're at with all this stuff uh it has to do with battle passes um and possibly a dead space movie um there's a few other things if we can get to them we'll see how long this goes but right off the bat you and I were talking right before we started recording, and I should probably mention this right now. Uh, to your point, I might put out a smaller pod later uh, in between now and uh, and Sunday, or maybe next week. I, I don't know how this will work. Because The Last of Us HBO series is out, there's nine episodes, so it's going to be running 
for nine weeks. It's a weekly show. Mm-hmm. It airs on Sundays every week. We're going to be talking about this show every week. We can, there's no way we're not going to be able to touch on this because yeah. episode one was absolutely phenomenal. So what we're going to do? It's Game of Thrones. We're this is the new Game of Thrones, the new Stranger Things. We'll talk about it, but like, yeah, we have to. And, we have to be on top of it. And like for anyone who we've talked about Last of Us uh, to death on this show, right? With like all mm. between part one and two, and just everything about this game. Um, if you are a person listening and you've never played the games you have absolutely no excuse to now get into the universe and watch this show because fuck everything you you've heard about the games, whatever, just take it for what it is on the TV show side. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And because of all this, we want to touch on it and we want to touch on it like fairly soon. We don't want to wait till the end of the week after it airs point being all this being said, uh, we are going to move at least for the next nine weeks, the pixel candy podcast to Mondays. So we're going to record right after it airs Sunday night. You guys will see it pop up on whatever platform you use uh, Monday morning, and you can listen to it whenever you want. But uh, it'll, yeah. it'll be kind of cool, dude, because you always post it at midnight of whatever night it comes out. So if it's coming out Monday, like that midnight, the night before is when you post it. So that'll be three hours after it airs. So we, I mean, this isn't a massive podcast, obviously, but we will be among the first talk like people that talk about it yeah because how like think about any other outlet that talks about it they like none of none of them record necessarily as it's unless they're like live reacting to the show while it's on on twitch or whatever like that'll be kind of cool and maybe that'll be good for um for relevancy and for numbers and all that cool stuff not that we care about that but i just think it's it'll be interesting to see if people are just like we get a bunch of listeners that are like oh like last of us this is out now i don't have to wait till wednesday to hear my film critic podcast talk about it or whatever yeah exactly um and oh my god there's so much to talk about man um so much to talk like about. like i mentioned this whole show could be about this yeah getting right into it and like i guess we will say um fuck the game's been out for 10 years okay so like yeah. there's gonna be things spoilers. spoilers i'm sorry spoilers maybe we'll try and stay away from i, I don't know should, should we What's stay coming? away from anything like should we there be stay, anything so off the table in my opinion, okay, I think everybody needs to understand a few things up front. There's two games that, uh, based on our understanding and rumors we've heard, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it's going to be three seasons covering the two games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that confirmed? Not confirmed, but it's it's heavily, Not confirmed, that's the rumor. Right now, so, yeah. so maybe what we'll do is we'll stay away. I think we can talk about what happens in number one in the game, even if it hasn't happened yet. I think we stay away from number two. Okay. I, think I mean, like, probably... I'm down to just focus on the episode that has aired. And yes, like, keep correct. It to that, you know? Correct. But what's going to start happening, and we've already seen it happen in episode one, there's going to be branches that come out of this show where we're like, oh, they're setting up for what we know is coming. And we, we'll decide then if we want to talk about whatever that thing is. Yeah. Well, let's fucking get into it, dude. Because right off the bat, the intro to episode one being you know again i just said this game's 10 years old it got remade recently back in september and we did our whole like coverage of that um but the way that they started the show off was already i just i was watching with nicole which by the way i I said this last week like i'm so excited that she can now experience this story Mm. this world this universe uh she fucking loves it so far so the show kicks off with I don't know if you remember this when the original game aired and you know, the last of us is all about an infection that 
on I guess first glance turns people into zombies not quite it's a very base level uh, look at it it's all really about like a fungus infection that takes host of a person and controls them so like we're getting real nerdy here because like you tell anyone that mm. that's not into this shit they're like that's a zombie dude and it's like yes but it's just the way that they went about it was a very interesting way it's of different creating... it's not viral it's not bacterial not, it's not exactly. viral it's fungal it's different and they expl- that's why they kicked it off the way they did well this was the thing i remember the game coming out and you have to piece together all the history through all the notes you pick up and like whatever lore yeah. based on the game and what they tell you in the game which survival horror yeah started that and i think and i think last of us picked that up and did a really good job with it for sure i don't know where i originally heard it but the entire story around a the an actual so now we're talking about real life forget the last of us Mm. the actual story of the type of fungus and i don't know the name of it that in the real world or something can it is court is it cordyceps? I thought cordyceps was the term of the tight like uh, maybe. the fung the part of the fungus or whatever. Uh, maybe. Regardless, I'm I'm not expert in this, but I remember hearing about how this fungus in real life took over ants, infected them, and basically infected them to a way that it was like it was using them as a host and controlling them and making the ants do whatever the fungus wanted them to do. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this whole article and wherever I originally read this was saying and this was like from the creators. I don't know if it was Neil Druckmann, whoever was explaining that this is how they came up with the concept for the game because they, they stumbled across this research around the whole ant thing. And they're like, God damn, like this is a real thing. This is, we're ne- this is not science fiction. We are taking this from a real study. Now the science fiction part comes that it now infects humans. So let's see what would happen if that fungus, like the ants infected humans, Cool backstory, right? The mm. fact that it fucking started out back in, is it the 70s? They, they're they like back in time and it's like on 65. a talk show. Yeah. And they're going over, they're telling exactly what I just said. The the, the researchers yeah. talk about how this might happen one day. If it ever takes a hold of humans, we're done for. And I was like, fuck it, that's, that's a really cool way. And listening to the podcast as well. So yeah. um, there is a Last of Us official podcast with Troy Baker. Uh, Neil Druckmann, like all the people responsible for making yeah. the show, brilliant. Um, they they said that the intro was not always that. That was not going to be the way they originally opened the show. So I'm really glad mm. that was the way because it sets up everything perfectly. We get the history yeah. of like the what if. Oh God! Like if this infects humans, like we're fucked. Cuts to the mm. intro, like the the cinematic Last of Us intro, and one intro. Oh, it's so good. It felt very Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, very like heavily it produced. It did, eh? How it like, how you know it moves what I mean? Up the, how it all sprawled yeah. around and, and it became Joel and Ellie at the end. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very, or, like artistically, creatively, it was really, really well done. And like the thing about this show, just before we even get more into the show, it's so surreal to me. So I posted on my story. I'm like, here we go. My expectations could not be any higher. Like as the intro was rolling, I took, I did a story on my, on my Instagram. And then I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. We'll see. I had nine people and I'm not popular. (laughs) So like I had nine people message me on Instagram and you know how you have those people that are always like reacting to your story, messaging you back or whatever. Um, I mean, I'm not a hot girl, so it's like not that often, but there is people who are just like, you know what I mean? They're the common, like you, everybody has like a handful of people that do that. I think, uh, 
these are people I never speak to outside of that. They're like acquaintances, which is great. Like, and some of them are friends, like whatever, but we just don't interact that much on Instagram. They're like, is it good? Like, let me know how it is. And everyone is talking to me about this show as if it's stranger things, as if it's game of Thrones. Like it's that fucking big where people, and these are people that do not play video games. They, they're like, but they're coming to me because they know I do. Yeah. So I'm in this weird position that I didn't ask for, but I'm not mad about where I was like, I'm now like the expert to my little like circle of people yeah, yeah. about, about what this is going to be. And it's so bizarre to, to be in that position because I'm like, you guys didn't give a shit when this is the fucking game. Like you didn't play the games and now you want to know about the show. Like that's what's great though is feeling. it's finally breaking through the mainstream. Like sure. Yeah. If people are never going to play the games, that's, that's fine. But like, I think we all love the the series because of the story. Like the gameplay is awesome, the graphics are awesome, the presentation, the, the quality, all of that. Like we could talk for days about the game, but at the core of it, without that story, of without Joel and Ellie, the whole journey they go through, what happens in part two, uh, I, I it, it would be significantly less, right? Like that's a yep. huge chunk. So for people to now be able to experience it outside of gaming completely, it opens up a whole new fan base fucking incredible that's why they did it that's and we talked about this that's why they made it and uh, i'm excited for people who have net like they don't own a playstation like one guy's like oh i kind of want to play the games like where do i play them and i'm like do you have a playstation they're like no the last system i bought was a ps2 i'm like what the fuck (laughs) and then they're like i'm like you could play it on pc he's like oh i do have a nice i do have a good computer maybe i'll do that so i feel like this guy's gonna try and run fucking last of us on like a like a Chromebook and be very disappointed when it doesn't. Well, I was going to say he can play part out. one remake, but he won't be able to play part two until that's announced. But I'm sure yeah, with I the success part two of the show. No. Um, no. Give it some time. There'll be a next gen update. There'll be a fucking PC port when this show. Could you imagine the conversation happening? There's, I guarantee you the conversation right now is happening between Sony and Microsoft. And they're already at each other's throats over Activision. But I guarantee you they're like, let's put our differences aside. Let's talk about how we can get Last of Us 1 and 2 on Xbox. <laughs> I guarantee you someone's having that conversation. It's probably very uncomfortable, but for sure. someone. Because you, could you imagine? Like, imagine what that would do to Game Pass subscriptions if you knew you could play these two games on the hottest show. Like, this show's number one on IMDb. It's number one on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's been criti- – I haven't heard one bad thing about it from anywhere. No, that's, that's the great part, right? And uh... – I don't fuck. I don't know where to. There's so many things I want to get to. I don't really want to run through the episode like scene by scene. I want to just go over the yeah. way that this was handled because, holy fuck! Let's back up a minute because when this was announced, I just want to do like a quick timeline here because they did everything right. They started out right off the bat by going, "This is going to be an HBO series." Automatically, massive win. HBO yeah. is only mid to absolute greatness. There is no yeah. bad HBO. So it's like, okay, already it's in good hands in terms of the company fucking funding it. Then they're like, Neil Druckmann, he is going to be like co-creating, involved and in producing and do all this. Like he is heavily handed. He's going to make sure that it's good. And it's like, okay, well that's, it's a fucking creator of the game. That's the visionary behind. There wouldn't be a last of us without the dude. And like from from there on, it just sprawled out. Everything that they started, they started releasing the cast, and they're sort, like sort of like the, the illness that gets everybody <laughs> exactly <sure>. spread like <laughs> the cordyceps or whatever the spread fuck. like the cordyceps. Or um, another big one: uh, the creator and and people behind Chernobyl, 
which yeah again if no one's watched fucking watch chernobyl it is incredible and it's a real fucking story this actually happened in history so those things came together and it was like okay like is this going to be the one is this it like are we finally going to have a decent fucking adaptation of a video game then they started doing the casting and we got fucking dude joel right now why do i always forget his name uh pedro 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 pascal Pascal, thank you mandalorian himself this man i swear to god (laughs) was such a fucking good casting for joel everything about the guy he speaks like joel he moves like joel he at quick glance if you just like squint your eyes he kind of just looks like joel like Uh, you don't think so i don't i don't agree i don't agree with his speech i think he rushes his lines too much and he doesn't have the same southern drawl that Joel has, which it doesn't. It's not like you have to have like a southern dude because you know, like Tro- Troy Baker does not sound like Joel. Like when you listen to Troy Baker talk, that's not Joel. He puts that voice yeah, on one hundred percent. So to find somebody that could do that exact voice, like it's tough. Um, I th- I agree with most of the other stuff you're saying. Uh, there was when they when he's laying on the couch, and he's like, "I'm sure you'll figure out what to do with what." That felt rushed. Let's watch it again. But hang on. One Do you scene. think it's rushed because you're comparing it directly to the game? Or are you just taking it as a scene in itself? Because this is an adaptation. I don't want everything to be one-to-one. No, I get it. It's cool to see the comparisons. I, in general, like, well, I think I, I, I'm trying really hard not to compare it to the game. I think there's times I do and there's times I don't. There's things I like that they did in the show. I'm like, why didn't they do that in the game? And there's things they did in the show where I'm like, well, you shouldn't have fucking changed that. And like, I go back and forth. But with Joel... I'm like, Joel, it, because of his demeanor and how serious he is and how like introverted he is and how he keeps his emotions behind like a wall and just everything about his personality, he's not going to talk very quickly. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, to me, Joel is like, he's very deliberate about the words he says. And he's very like in that scene where he's laying on the couch in the apartment, just like, fuck off and leave me alone while I nap while we wait for the rain to stop or whatever. Um, like that, that is very much just like, a, I'm exhausted. Could you fuck off? And in the show, it very much just felt like a line being delivered. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like what I was supposed to feel in that scene. So this is going to come up a lot. And I think as the show goes on, I'm just going to get used to the way Pedro Pascal's playing it. And it's going to be great because yeah, he does look like, him. he is like, dude, the Sarah scene, like, I'm sure we'll talk about that for a few minutes. Like. I've never been so torn apart in my life. I, I was like, I can't get any worse than the game, but they showed <laughs> yeah, a whole day. They showed outbreak I day. Yeah. Like it was way longer. The intro in what you, what everybody saw in the show. And it's weird to have this conversation. Cause it's like, Hey, everyone listening. Did you play the game? Or did you watch the show? Did you do both? I got to talk to all of you differently. Um, in the game, it's a lot shorter. That first before Sarah dies, like that is, yeah. that is a lot shorter in the game than it is in the show, and I like that. I liked Outbreak Day. I thought that was phenomenal. All the little hints about All what the was stuff happening. About, did, you, did I send you the TikTok about the uh, the yeast like thing? Yes, so, I did not catch that. That was fantastic because the game just brushes it off as like you know a, a, something happened with the crops that led to the, the yeah. fungus infection. Whereas here, it's very kind of not clearly but like secretly shoved in there that it's like yeah yeah it was crop issues but mainly with with wheat and like yeast or whatever like whatever you you put in baking because 
every opportunity they had to have like what is it pancakes a birthday cake pancakes, cookies, cookies birthday anything cake. that you would bake with this shit flour in. they avoid yeah. completely at every turn there's like Just five examples yeah and yeah. then that old and woman he's on next door is golf like just getting fed biscuits like just yeah. choking <laughs> down dry biscuits and she's one of the first yeah. to turn so it's like yeah cool it, yeah. little details like that like i didn't really pick up on that the first watch but when they pointed it out i'm like oh my god such yeah. a good attention to detail um and and honestly like to me that's what makes the show zeitgeist so much better is when we watch these tiktoks and we listen to these podcasts mm. and we there's people that catch different things we're like oh shit i didn't catch that and that's why i'm on your side of things now with like there was someone who told me it's like i'm not gonna watch it till it's all up and then i'll binge it i'm like no 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 that. i'm like i'm on the different I, I used to be like that too I talked to my brother. We talked this out in a podcast. Like, you need to watch it week to week because otherwise, you and I are going to talk about this for 10 minutes after you watch nine episodes. Or we could talk about it 10 minutes times 10 episodes. And it's so it's much like more of an in depth conversation. It's like having a pie in front of you and just devouring the entire thing and feeling like a huge gluttonous piece of shit versus like, I'll just have yeah. a slice every day for like a couple weeks, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. I like. It, Pedro Pascal, I, I, I'm i really liking him as Joel. I think he's just doing a really good job because, again, I, I don't want it to be one-to-one. I don't. I want him to embody what I know Joel to be through the one yeah. version of Joel we know because this is the thing with characters, right? Once you create a character, it's up to whatever actor that it gets – the Joker, let's say. Joker's a perfect example. Yeah. There was an original Joker. I don't know what fucking version it was, what comic he entered, when he was created. The amount mm-hmm. of people that have been handed the mantle to play the Joker and the amount of different takes, the amount of different yeah. approaches and, and methods, but it's all the Joker. Like, they're of vastly different, right? So I'm just glad that he is in the wheelhouse of yes. being Joel. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Cause I mean like Heath Ledger building upon the foundation that like Jack Nicholson built, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson built the foundation upon, you know, whoever else before him. It's the same thing. So I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm not saying by any means that he's not good. I, I don't even know who else I would have chosen to be honest. I just wish he'd slow the fuck down when he talks. That's it. He's just, I, I didn't he, notice in, that in I'll the Mandalorian. I'll, I'll watch the first episode again before episode two and see if I notice what you're talking about. But yeah. It's just very quick, man. And in The Mandalorian, he talks really fast. Hmm. It's just like, he's just like, it's a quick type of dialogue. And I'm like, Joel is not like that. But we'll see. It's, dude, it, look, it, when I take the show at as a whole, I'm like, fuck, this is like, this is incredible. And like, I'm just being nitpicky. So it's not just us like gushing over it for an hour and everyone being like, okay. well, okay. The one, <laughs> the one thing I'll nitpick uh, because like I said, I like Pedro Pascal. Whoever they chose for Tess, I think is doing a great job being that badass, yep. very demanding uh, character that Tess is. Even uh, like a rando, like Robert, very well done. Yeah. Marlene, spot on, exactly what I think she'd be in live action. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm not sold on Ellie. And like, it's not her acting. I think... If anything, when they throw her in the room and they when they first meet, they bring her back to the room before they, they head out for uh outside the wall. When they slam the door in her face and she's like, What the fuck? It, watch that scene again, close your eyes. It is one hundred percent Ashley Johnson. It sounds exactly like the original Ellie. There 
and this is a nitpick because honestly she could be a great actress and i think she did well in this episode there just wasn't enough to go on i she does not look like ellie to me she looks like a completely different character yeah so like you're nitpicking you're nitpicking bella ramsey the way i'm nitpicking pedro pascal is what's happening right now i know i'm not alone on this though because every time i go online there's some people being real rude about it i don't i'm not gonna go that far um she i don't know she just she doesn't she doesn't feel like it doesn't feel Ellie authentic. Yet. It doesn't it, to me. Bella Ramsey doesn't feel the most authentically Ellie. But I think, I you know, it's hard because in order to properly do what we're doing right now, you almost need to play the game and watch the show almost at the same time, which no one's going to do unless they decide to pick up the game now and they never had before. Because the, the first time we ever came across Ellie in the game. Did you like Ellie? Did, like, you know what I mean? Like, what was it? Or were you just like, ah, it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel real. This feels like a weird character. Like, I can't remember the first time I thought about Ellie in the game. No, I I do, were. though. That's the thing. I remember her instantly being an adorable, wisecracking asshole. Yeah. Whereas in the show... Didn't come through she's as just much kinda, that way. She's just kind of like like this little rat of like a... Yeah. Like when he kicks her knife away and she's like, Ugh. she gives him this face. I'm like, that I just, I don't know, man. There's, <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah. It's episode it's fair, one. It's fair, fair point. I don't not fair like point. her. I just don't think, I, whereas everything else is a 10 out of 10 for me. She's just yeah. like, she's off. It's like, there's, yeah. there's something missing so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, can we talk about the kid scene when the kid wanders into the QZ mm. and they bring yeah. this kid in? That was heartbreaking, actually. Yeah, and they and they see that the kid's infected, and then they give him an injection. I was like, "Hold that!" That was like, "There's all there's so there's only so many scenes in television, and like honestly, the Sarah dying was also one of them. But like, the fact that this episode had two scenes like that, that was at like, and being a father too is like fuck. Like, watching both those scenes happen, I was like, "This is," and then having Joel just by happenstance be the one that has to throw this body into the pit. It's like, I love that they did I, that though. You know why? I love that they did that. That quickly shows you how fucking he went from literally holding his child, right? Like you see her die in his arms, like in the game, and he is a wreck. And he, like, we all know it from the game yep. too, if you've played it, how fucking crushing yep. that is. To now, fast forward the the twenty year gap, he doesn't give a fuck. He, he he's like, it's yeah. a kid. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm getting paid for this. He picks up no problem and tosses in the fire. Like yeah. that shows you how much he has just fallen apart in 20 years and yeah. that we didn't get in the game we got That's like it's, he, he's drinking whiskey and he's all like he's all angry it's like i don't dislike the game but i just thought this was a way better way yeah. very subtle way of being like he has really done some shit and he has kind of fallen back as a person you know yeah for sure here's a question for you this is controversial um the controversial opinions on this what did you think about the plot change where instead of Joel and Tess going to get a bunch of guns and that being the reason that they were taking Ellie to the Fireflies, changing it to be a car battery for a truck to go find Tommy? Is this con- controversial? Because well, way better than the game. Way better. It's it con- makes so way more I, sense. I thought it was better, but a point was brought up to me where I was like, oh, but that's interesting too. So I thought it was better in the sense that like, to me, having it be one dimensional in terms of you just need these guns and that's why you're doing this. I was almost like, I don't know that I would do that for guns. But then I also forget 
that the world they live in, a gun is one of the most valuable things you can own. So I'm like, okay, mm. don't have a problem so much with the guns. Makes sense. Aside from food, and you can trade guns for a lot of food because you're protecting yourself from these fucking clickers. So then they're like, okay, we're going to do the battery in the car. And it shows that Joel still really cares about Tommy. And it shows that he still has all this emotion. It shows that he still has remorse. It shows that he still has all these emotions. And I feel like in the game, he was just like a hardened dude that like was completely closed off to any kind of emotion. So the journey that you would see Joel take in the game from where he was, just like, I need these guns, like, fuck this chick, I'm just going to drop her off and get my guns, to now, oh, he's already kind of a human, and now he's going to warm up to Ellie. It's like, it feels like a shorter distance now needs to be traveled. And it's, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to be a fan of that, but that's one of those things that I'll have to see how the rest of the show plays yeah, I, out. Personally, I did not take it that way at all in terms of the, you know, now it's just, he'll just become a daddy to Ellie, no problem, and there's not that journey he has to take. Like, I, the thing is, a game and a movie are so different in the way you have to present information. In the game, mm. I almost didn't need to question his motivation because it's just like, yo, let me fucking go. We're going to be killing people. This is a stealth game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> get me in the action. And like, the gameplay does a lot of talking for you. And you True. are putting yourself, no one can tell me otherwise, you are putting a little bit of yourself in Joel when you play the game. For sure. Like, you're you controlling control him. Happens. His journey is a little bit of your journey, and like you kind of put a bit of your persona into his and vice versa. The show is not that. They have to present everything to you with logic, with reason, and it's all visual. Mm. There's nothing else. You never take control of a character. So Although although we'll talk let's talk about the car scene when they're trying to get to the thing. Yeah, oh, the camera work, yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. The, I just want to point out that like the way that they came up with the idea to have a way, way. I'm sorry. I would fucking whoever argues this with me. I like I will battle them into hell. The argument that this guy stops hearing from his brother after he has this comm station he goes to every week, meets up with Tommy, sees how he's doing. And in three weeks, he doesn't hear from him in this world. Tommy's dead. That is the strongest motivator that he has left in this world to do anything versus oh, can, sure. you just, can you just give me some guns like and on top of that like that's his motivator to to go or whatever but marlene also says we will give you everything you want Rewatch that scene she, mm -hmm. it's not they're not just yeah, getting yeah. a car she's like when you no, make they're it no to car, our thing to guns supplies, she says guns yeah. she says guns supplies uh the car yeah. anything you want is yours yeah. like a, a million times stronger now he doesn't have to scrounge for just a battery he has this he has ellie as cargo he needs to deliver her and he has everything he needs to be sent on his way and go make sure his brother's okay that is ironclad way fucking better than we just we want to trade some guns and the deal went bad and oh like now we got to go across america because of guns <laughs> well yeah, hang on though. So you're ch like you're not remember. There's some things about the game that are just fundamentally different. Number one, Joel and Tommy do not speak in the game. They had a disagreement because Tommy went to join the Fireflies. Joel did not agree with what the Fireflies were doing, and they did not speak. And that's what happens in the game. So they changed that for the show, which is fine. And I think if you're going to change that for the show, and you're going to have Joel and Tommy still talking, you're absolutely right. Ironclad. That's a way better way to go. 
So you're right. They're just, they're making artistic decisions here, but like it's different. The game was not Joel and Tommy spoke, but like, they just don't cover that. It's yeah. Like they were in my they eyes. Were compl- they completely disagreed about how to live in this world. But that's my point. So they, Them didn't, not they didn't talking have that being has thing. nothing to do with guns. They're, those are two separate stories that did not intertwine. The, uh, the reasoning, the inciting incident to be like, hey, man, you guys are dealing weapons, and then Robert steals them, and the deal goes south. Mm. And Marlene coming up to them and being like, if you get this girl across America, go on this fucking wasn't crazy across, journey. It wasn't across America. That well, sorry, it was to, that sorry you're right. Deal. It was to the house or the, yeah. the whatever. It You'll was get Tess's guns. dying wish to send him. It was Tess's dying wish to get, because they find I, out that she's I know, immune. But forget all that. I'm talking about inciting America. incident to get him out of the QZ was guns. That was, Just yeah. full stop. He, uh, his brother wasn't a part of it. Go, you're right. Going past and des- and tests and all that shit was not part of it. But the mm. reason, like, I'm trying to picture myself in Joel's shoes in the future, fucking fifty year old man, just like the world's ending, and someone being like, "Do this fucking crazy mission where you might die, and we'll give you some guns." And it's like, cool. Versus, your only living relative might be dead. You can go check if he is, and we'll give you everything you need to go do that. Is a thousand times better so i'm just i'm glad yeah. that they're and this is not the only time in the show they did this where they thought about everything that happened in the game you're still getting to all the plot points but the way that they're getting you there is almost completely different in a way that makes sense for tv which i'm just yeah like, happy for <sighs> yeah i think i think like you're right. There's going to be a lot of storytelling that just needs to be altered. And there's going to be creative things they just want to do. And we don't like, it's like a crossword puzzle. Like we don't know. There could be a, something that comes up about the truck or the battery or whatever uh, in episode three or four, where it's like, Oh, it makes more sense now. Um, not that it doesn't make sense now, but you know what I'm saying? Like everything, Neil Druckmann is one of these guys where everything he does, there's a reason for it. So like even just what we were talking about, the yeast and the flour and them avoiding it. So there's going to be so many things that kind of interlace. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see like where they, where they take it. Cause they've already got so many branches that are, uh, that are coming out with this. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think when you, when you're making, especially do if HBO has put money in this, they want the audience watching this to also, I think, believe what's going on right like us as gamers i never really batted an eye that like oh yeah he just needed guns cool let's go on this fucking crazy mission um but they do so many things in this show uh, my favorite thing honestly this is at the end of the episode uh he clocks the 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 guard or whatever in the game you start out with his like revolver right that's like your first gun i think yeah, yeah. the pistol Forget which order you Maybe. get. Maybe I think it's a pistol. But, but you start out with like a, a handgun. Pistol and then the revolver. You slowly yeah. work your way up. You get the rifle eventually, and then you get the shotgun, and then the machine gun in the hospital. Like you, you really crawl your way up, dude. He clocks yeah. the security guard. What's the first thing he does? Security guard was holding an assault rifle, and he takes that shit. Yeah. Like it's stuff exactly. like that where it's like, yeah, obviously this is not, you're not you're not <laughs> yeah, trying not to build game. gameplay mechanics <laughs> where you got a yeah, slow yeah, power exactly. creep. No, the the dude cool. had a chance to take an assault rifle outside the QZ. He's fucking taking the assault rifle. So it's like, oh, one hundred percent. It's such little things, man. I, I liked, I liked how the guard was tied into the storyline too. I like how the guard, yeah. in that instance, wasn't random. It was somebody he was doing a deal with pre- previously. Uh, I liked. Oh, what was the other? There was another thing they changed that I really. Liked. Well, dude, the, the when he now. tackles him, that whole thing I thought was yeah. like great because okay, here's the thing: flashbacks. 
they're either used in abundance and poorly done to just do some expository like okay let's give you a whole backstory let's do a flashback and it's like they used a flashback here in one of the best ways i ever saw because he literally is like he's guarding ellie like he's standing in front of the the garden ellie and very quickly has a flashback to that night on the outbreak with his daughter Mm -hmm. and snaps and then fucking lunges at the guy it's like a what two seconds it just cuts to like the flashback you quickly see you're like oh yeah and then cuts back similar situation and he fucking loses it so good yeah that was so good i mean like the the old woman getting fed the biscuits when she turns that whole thing like it's earlier we're like jumping all around the episode here but like the way some of this camera work was done and the way they build tension in this show is unparalleled like it was so fucking good like the way they just handled that old woman in general from the her first getting infected and her being in like the background and blurry in a shot to her being in the kitchen and like attack i'm like that is just very very horror movie-esque and whatever the fuck is going on with the like the new the way because there's no um there's no spores anymore, right? It's not like an airborne virus in, in this version. Okay, so that is the case. Yeah. I thought spores maybe were still coming. No, so they... I thought maybe they, we just hadn't got to them yet. They actually said straight up, there was an interview oh, before did. the show came out. Uh, they eliminated... Sp- so I, I saw this. I remember someone saw the interview and totally misinterpreted the message of what they were saying and threw mm-hmm. it on like TikTok or Instagram, wherever. <clears throat> and was like, the game's not going to have fucking uh, spores shit shit show or the 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 show is not gonna have spores terrible show and i remember seeing it and i was just like well i don't think that's really gonna affect my opinion of the show but that is weird why wouldn't you have spores like i just want to know the reason mm. and i quickly found out the reason I'm like that's actually makes perfect sense so this one guy was explaining we we were thinking about how the infection spreads and in the game it's spores they always have to wear gas masks and in those heavy mm. those heavy areas and he's like, we really looked at the science behind it. And if there was ever a disease ever, especially with a fungus, and if it was airborne mm-hmm. in any way in that matter, so to, so like a thickness in the air that you could physically walk through, and if you breathed it in, you, you turned that level of airborne, he's like, you could not contain that, and the whole world would have turned. There would be no like zones. There would be no... It would be everywhere. It would make its way. It wouldn't into be like go behind this bookcase. Oh, there's spores. Put no. on your mask. But on the other side of the bookcase, everything's fine. <laughs> it's legit. Like he explained, the yeah. way that it would spread would be into the atmosphere. So wherever there's yeah, air yeah. on Earth, you would be breathing in the infection. So he's like, right. it just made it hard to work around. I'm sure there was CGI involved that they didn't want to do. So this new take on like, okay, there's no more spores. Fine. I I don't care. I just wanted to know the reason. Solid reason. Uh. Mm the new approach to whatever the fuck was coming out of that old woman's mouth was disgusting. <laughs> like that, yes, it was. that creeped me out, man. So like, I, th- at first uh, I thought it was hair. At first I thought it was hair. And then I'm like, I don't oh, even know what hair. it is. I, it's like little Something tentacle else. thingies. It's like, ugh, it's like it's hairs and tentacle. Ugh, I don't know. It's, it's that, crazy. that got me just like gross wise. And like, I love that it went that I love that it went there. And it's like yeah. we're, t- we're taking, there's just different vibes and different, like, different styles that they're blending together in this one show, which was fucking great. The, the camera work. So the camera work was great in that scene, um, like entering the kitchen, building the tension, and having her in the background turning and stuff. But then in the car, having it be frame for frame the way it was in the game. That's I don't really want them well to do that done. all the time. 
I don't want them to do that all the time. I think doing frame for frame cutscenes, like even the one we're talking about where they're waiting in the rain, in the apartment in the rain, that was also frame for frame. Didn't need to be. They could have changed it. But I like when they do it a little bit. And the whole car thing where you saw it from Sarah's point of view, which is how it was in the game. Like you were controlling Sarah yeah, yeah. and you could look back, you could look forward. I thought that was really, really well done. I am loving, uh, well, again, be, having watched Chernobyl, I knew that this was just going to be a, a really good looking show. Um, yeah. But in terms of those little subtle camera movements and trying to replicate certain things and kind of be like, you know, nods to the, the game camera angles is super fucking cool, man. And I saw another theory, which who knows if this is true or not. It's it's definitely a theory, but very interesting. If you take all the most pivotal scenes, so, um, you know, the moment with Sarah and the opening and Outbreak Day, the apartment scene, like everything you just described, all these big moments, everything in the show is completely flipped to what was in the game in terms of perspective. So if Joel's on the right and Ellie's on the left in the show she's on the on the right and he's on the left like mm-hmm. it, everything's mirrored and someone was like i hope being the theory that this is hbo or the creator's subtle nod to us showing that this is like an adaptation this is it's the same story you know but it's a little different and we're going to basically mirror yeah. literally things like uh, not one to one, but in in a slightly different way. So, yeah, fuck, like dude. a parallel I, universe type of thing. Almost right. Like it's it's yeah. Whatever's happening in the game, there's a parallel universe happening in the show. That's not quite the same. We're all gonna get. We're, yeah. It's always gonna get to the same plot points. Place, but the way yeah. you get there will be different. And that's which is cool. I mean, otherwise, if would you really want to watch a one for one? No, full recreation. No, because the game did a great job of that. Well, and it know? keeps you on your toes, just guessing, like. There's True. moments well, where you're change, just like, oh, fuck. Like, what? Like, oh, well, man. Well, Easter you... eggs, you know? Yeah. It's so, there's going to be so many fucking... There were so many Easter eggs in episode one. There's going to be so many throughout the game where you're just like, yeah, so cool. Well, I remember so the, cool. the, the thing with the watch. So I'm sitting yeah. there, and I'm, I'm waiting. So that's another moment. When they're on the couch, they're completely reversed in the way that they're sitting. Yep. And I'm waiting for the watch thing, and, like, we already got to see, like, she goes to the store, and it's she didn't buy him a brand Which new watch. Which I thought was cool. She went yeah. and fixed his old watch, and it's like I think is that not what she did in the other game though? I always thought the she game, bought him a new one. Maybe maybe she fixed I, yeah, it. I, I don't see know. That again, I, she might have fixed it. I don't really remember it either or. But in the show, yeah. like showing her taking the time, going into his room, uh, stealing the watch, bringing it, getting it fixed. I, there's just these moments that like allow you to breathe in the story that we never got in the game because again, the yeah. game worked for what it was. Thing, yeah. But now they can let it breathe. They can. Dude, they can do things like in the game, the DLC wasn't even thought of until the game had released. So they can do things in the show, like mention Riley in the yeah. first opening scene where you see Ellie. We didn't yeah. know who Riley was when we played the game until uh, That's right. Left Behind came out. So it's true. I'm like that whole thing. I'm very curious if that's just going to be interwoven here and oh, there, or if there's going to be a whole dude. episode dedicated to it. Like just, just an you know isolated what I, you know what you know, episode three flashback thing. Dude, David, like psychopath. Spoilers, right? But think, think about how, it, like, because da- the whole David thing was very intense and very kind of uncomfortable to watch, um, in a couple of different ways and a couple of different times. And I'm wondering what they do with that in the show. I'm like, I'm excited to see that specifically. There's so many because like, that's a huge like, part of winter. 
know? Okay, right. me, number one moment, okay? Number one thing I am waiting for, and I hope that they fucking crush this because it was one of my favorite scenes in the game. When Joel wakes up after he's been, it's winter, and he's been in the garage, and he wakes up, and he's like, he's all fucked up, and he's like, where's Ellie? And he goes on a rampage, and he ends up ki- uh, kidnapping those two guys in the house and does the map trick where he, yeah. he sticks the knife in the guy's kneecap. He's like, I'll fucking pop it off. And he does the whole, like, show me on the map, better match. Yeah, yeah. That moment is still one of my favorite moments because of how fucking gangster Joel is and how tense yeah. everything yeah. is that I, I hope they can really match the energy or do something cool where I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, well, yeah, because I think we've seen Pedro Pascal go to, like, an eight. And in that, he goes to an 11. So I think That's it's right. like, dude, it'll be Sam, interesting to Sam, see how he turns up. Like, the yeah. whole, Sam and Henry, are you kidding? There's so much in the first game. If you start really thinking about these moments where I'm like, oh. I'm not ready to see this. I'm not ready for Sam and Henry. <laughs> I'm not ready for Sam and Henry. I'm not ready for, I'm not ready for David. Oh, God. It's just, there's so much. The conversation Jesus. between uh, Sam and Ellie the night before yeah. they head out like that is oh, a heart heartbreaking scene like really when you is. playing it back the first time you play it it's like really sad <clears throat> but you're you're watching it in a linear fashion like you you don't you yeah. know when you're in one scene you you're, know. You're, you're just in the moment you play that game over again and having recently played the remake yeah watching yeah. that oh. fucking conversation between him and ellie i was like dude yeah knowing what's happening knowing what why he's asking the things he's asking is yeah the action figure everything i'm just like yeah fuck man i just can it be sunday already i want to watch this next really emotional really emotional this 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 show and i I feel like it's just it's going to keep it's going to keep getting better and better i feel like i really i hope i'm sure what's gonna happen i think it's i think it's gonna just be like this fucking masterpiece of a season of television i think if i had to be critical they're gonna fuck some shit up like like how could they not like you know what i mean there's gonna be a couple things where like i wouldn't have done that but again adaptation so you got to give people some leeway um but there are like to your point there's some major moments that like they got to be really delicate with or the fans will revolt oh yeah you know, we do that. We got the whole part of the game where it's just Ellie going out and, and fucking up people like there's going to be that whole bit. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think how they're going to pack all this into nine episodes because, well, there, a lot of it's gameplay and we would do gameplay where you're being stealthy or throwing a bottle. You're sneaking around. You do that for an hour yeah. and you're, they're going to show a scene of 30 seconds of her doing that and then move on. So I think it's like there's a bit of that, too. I like if you pack see, uh, all the cutscenes from the game together, you know, it's I can't probably not Offerman, more dude. than nine hours. Nick Offerman is oh, uh, as Bill. Nick Offerman is like, oh man, I can't. Bill's gonna be so good, so good. You know what I'm also wondering about? I can't remember the guy's name. Is it Ishmael? What's the guy's name? You pick up a series of notes that explains that this guy was in his house. And he's like, I'll meet you at the diner. And oh, then you Frank. get to the diner and there's a note. It's not, well, Frank is like uh, Bill's like partner or whatever, but there was a series of notes. You never see the character. It literally is a story. It's like a side storyline that you're only reading through notes. Oh. And it goes from meet me here, meet me there. Okay, you clearly didn't make it, but I'm still here. And then you literally follow this character throughout the game through these notes until they die. And you find their body. I forget where. 
Oh, but, um, oh, wait. Are you talking about in the underground? Because um, that th- there's the whole sewer thing. Are you talking about that? It might have been. It might have been the guy the who protects all the kids in the sewer. Yes. Yes. I know. Those, okay. The notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The notes about that guy start in a random house mm-hmm. on one of the streets when you're like, because that's right. it. Ishmael how, or something like that. Ishmael or something like that. Like, how many times did we scavenge houses for two hours? Yeah. Total yeah. in like the first half. Like, so they, they're not going to do that. Right, but I wonder if they're going to like have a story like that added in with a character with lines, or if it's because they're not going to pick up notes and fucking read notes to us. That's not well. I don't know do about it, Ishmael, but. but dude, apparently we're getting uh, at least getting a little Frank. bit of Frank, which is kind of cool. Like, which is great. We know nothing about him other than he was, you know, like with Bill, and they were. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they did. Like, what their story was, but we're, we're going to find yeah. out. Apparently. Oh, we're gonna get to see a bloater. Oh, the bloater, dude. The hot, the school, uh, in the gym, and like all the <laughs> right. Fucking, where is if it? If they do where that, I could the see basement? them cutting. I could see them manipulating the school with that bloater fight because a boss fight doesn't play on TV. To your point, so it's like, or it does, do and it's a fucking crazy ass set piece. I don't know, Maybe. man. I also don't know how long these episodes are because the first episode was an hour and a half. I know. I Are they that. all going to be that? Or is it just going to be an hour from um, now on because it was a so, premiere? Like, we don't know. I was listening to kind of. I was listening to kind of funny, and they had some run times. I think the rest are under an hour. I think. Okay, but we'll see. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I just want to see the rest. Yeah. God damn, this is so good. And is I mean, anything we didn't cover. I think I feel like. I mean, there's there's plenty mm. to talk about. I I think overall, just final thoughts here. Um, th- this is so far as a pilot because there's the rest of the series, obviously. Um, this is one of the best uh, live action video game adaptations I've seen. All right, what's what? What would even be close to being better? I feel like this is the best one, and it's not even a conversation. Like, what would you even put in the same class as this? Nineties oh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't know. You can't though. Nineties yeah. Mortal Kombat is like saying your favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber. Like, yes, it's hilarious. No, like, no, my my point movie. being again this is what I said last last week. Video game adaptation, not whether you liked it, not whether it was good. Video game adaptation. It, the nineties Mortal Kombat is perfect <laughs> for what the fucking ninety or the the nineties game was. True. But no, the, you're right. This might be like the best, honestly, because you asked, and I I can't think of anything. Right. I cartoons. Wait, I ninth, could give you yeah, a whole yeah. bunch. Uh, live action, not so easy. Res, Re, Resident Evil. Uh, God no. <laughs> that meme that meme was so good the meme was so good where it's like netflix and resident evil sitting at a table and they're looking over scoffing while like hbo's proposing (laughs) for the last of us i I love it this is why i'm so glad hbo got it because if netflix picked this shit up you know that in episode three there'd be a random fucking musical number for no reason (laughs) netflix all it doesn't matter how good their shows are there's always Uh, one moment episode or scene where you are literally, I turn in a call, I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? And it's like, it makes me angry. Every show. Oh, that's funny. And I, I guarantee you, there would have been something weird. Like, they would have gone to that fucking underground sewer city and done, like, a musical number. I, I don't know. HBO, <laughs> they know what they're doing. They're killing it, it so far. It smells like shit down here. Final, final <laughs> thing, final thing. <clears throat> Did you see, when they, at the very end of the episode, they walk through into, like, the uninhabitable zone like the danger do yeah. not pass did you notice the clicker on top of the buildings screaming i saw i saw the videos about it i did not see it 
from the I did not either. I only saw it because yeah, of social yeah. media, but damn. Yeah. Um, and are you going to re? Because honestly, I'm rewatching episode one before Sunday. I think I, I will too. I watched sure. it in the this cold. This is the only thing, only thing I'm really watching right now. Okay. Like, I was going to watch Jack Ryan on Prime, but like, I'm not, like, I, I don't want to be distracted. I'm like playing games and I'm watching this. Gotcha. Until it's over. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Well, <clears throat> we're going to continue this. Uh, like we said, we'll come back on, uh, on Monday and we will continue episode two, which I'm hoping is as good uh but moving on just a little bit of video game news here so okay we, we have talked before about suicide squad kill the justice league it's coming out fuck when do we have a date on it do you know i don't think i don't think so i think there's a i think it's we know it's 2023 but i don't think we know the month or the day yet because the last time we spoke about this i was saying <clears throat> yeah 2023 that like this is just a very big question mark for me and it saddens me to say that because these are the fucking people that made all of the Arkham games, which are my favorite Batman games ever. Arkham City and Arkham Knight are absolute masterpieces. Asylum was amazing, but I just that that open city of Gotham and fucking the Batmobile and Arkham Knight. How the hell do you beat that? So being such a fan, like a diehard fan of those games for their next game to be Suicide Squad. I remember hearing it and being like, okay, let's fucking go. Like, Suicide Squad's pretty cool. There's some great characters. We got the initial trailer. Looks absolutely incredible. And then we got, like, did you see the gameplay? Did you watch that gameplay trailer, like, a year ago? Maybe two years ago? Um, I don't think so. It just instantly gave me, like, forgiveness. Oh, maybe I did. It was around the time Gotham Knights. We had Gotham Knights gameplay trailers around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, same shit as Gotham Knights. It's just I look at it and I'm just like, I there's nothing. There's really nothing I'm looking at where I'm like, that looks amazing. I have to play this game. Yeah. Which which saddens me because I'm like, fuck, like I just I really wanted this to be good. And this week it came out. Now this is a leak, mind you, of course. Um, that is going to have battle pass what the fuck how familiar because i know you don't play a lot of uh of online games how familiar are you with battle passes not that familiar is it basically just a um like a couple of weapons and a skin and a like it's like a it's like a it's like a gift box of like hey play this game online and get all this crap basically isn't it there's like a At season pass most lowest like face value term kind of uh <laughs> what it this is the the craziest way that video games monetize their products now so loot boxes were the initial thing right you would mm-hmm. you would get in-game currency by grinding away you could redeem that currency you'd get a fucking loot box it would literally give you rng of something and and mm-hmm. Uh, we saw all the lawsuits come out about that. It's basically gamble, uh, gambling. It was directed towards kids. Those two met. Terrible no-no. Uh, so yeah. it kind of got shut down. Loot boxes are still here and there, but it definitely died as like an industry craze. Battle passes took over. So what battle passes are, I'll give you the example of Rainbow Six Siege because that's the one I'm closest to, but Fortnite, Warzone, Apex Legends, all of these games have it. Mm-hmm. You buy... so. Every season, let's say a season lasts a month. Usually I think it's like two months standard. Mm -hmm. January to February, 
your battle pass gets released and and the new content comes out with the battle pass right you pay it's something crazy i think rainbow six like 20 bucks it's like 20 30 bucks so you're paying like a game's worth that you you know for this battle pass and what it does is there's let's say a hundred tiers you start on tier one you have to play and slowly grind away and you're basically getting like a separate amount of xp towards your battle pass every time you play your kills get you some more game time gets you some more winning gets you more all this shit and it slowly starts unlocking this meter that creeps towards number one when you hit number one you get whatever the fucking first item is so in rainbow six siege a random Mm. sunglasses for one of your characters one of the one of the fucking 60 characters you can play as one pair of sunglasses for one of them and then (laughs) you grind away again and again and again and slowly now a lot and it started out as one line okay start to finish one to 100 this sounds like the only way ubisoft makes money is what this sounds like dude it it gets really intense because (laughs) what this does is like you if you pay 30 dollars for a battle pass and you're not fucking playing two to three hours maybe four hours a day until of the entire the entire duration that that thing is live good luck making it to 100 and they put mm. all the cool shit at the end so right. all the fluff is like the first 30 levels past 30 you're unlocking some some interesting some things you know what weapons maybe some cool camos that can be applied to all your characters some cool stuff but the stuff you really want all the stuff on the advertisements legendary skins that are like fucking crazy and super stylish like there's resident evil skins in in uh siege right now right stuff of that level will be like your tier 100 reward but it is almost impossible to get there so what did they do this was the problem just like loot boxes everyone was just like what the fuck you this is a scam like i'm not i'm not playing this as a full-time job and I'm giving you money, and I'm still not getting what I paid for. Like, fuck you guys. I know. So yeah. what did they do? All the games are doing this now. Now, picture instead of level 1 to level 100 as one continuous line with rewards all along the way, now you have, like, five different lines. And you can branch off into what path you choose as you go. And now you're collecting an extra <laughs> currency on top of the XP that automatically boots you up in these levels, this currency allows you to jump levels. And what can you do with that currency? Buy it with real cash. Uh. Dude, it is a money-making fucking machine. And I hate it. I liked it when it was first introduced into Siege because the way that they initially did it, I didn't care about getting to 100. They just had some really fucking cool items in that first couple tiers. So... I don't know what it was. I think it was like 20 bucks and I was playing that game a lot. So for games that you, you absolutely destroy, it's not, it's not a bad deal, but if you even casually play something, battle pass are fucking stupid. So I look at suicide squad and I'm like already, if this is a thing, if they officially announce like battle pass, not I'm I'm done. I'm not even testing this game. Like it comes up on fucking PlayStation plus or or game pass, whatever. I don't care. I, I have no interest, dude. You, they literally shot yeah. themselves in the foot for me as a player as just like, I just I just want a fucking content-filled game that I can play. If this is a co-op game, I can play with my friends and just have some shits and giggles as some DC characters. But now it's going to be like a gr- like the FOMO too. I didn't even talk about that. 
battle passes are built for FOMO. So they'll show you all the cool shit coming to the latest uh, thing. But if you don't have four hours a night for two months straight, you're going to miss out on all of it. Mm. So play our game as often as you can. It's just, it's a fucking nightmare, man. So. <sighs> yeah, I'm I like, that's all very educational because I kind of knew a little bit of that, but I didn't know the intricacies of it. I've seen it. So I play like Fortnite here and there. I play like whatever game here and there. And I've seen the stuff before. Um, Hot Wheels Unleashed. They were big on loot boxes. And then, yeah, Fortnite's very much like, hey, buy this thing, buy that thing, V-Bucks. And I'm like, no, no, not spending any more money on this. It's a free game, and I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, but I, I get it. Like, from a business standpoint, it makes a ton of fucking sense. It does. It makes well, a ton 100%. Of sense you, know, you, can't, you know people are, are sitting on the other end of this going like, you know, they're, they're sitting in, in meetings going, well, how can we make more money? We're dropping yeah. below our targets, blah, blah, blah. And someone came up with this, and everyone was like, sure and then they launched it and they are just fucking raking in cash right now so like why why would you stop it's exactly. more of my frustration like if when i'm talking about rainbow six fortnite uh, call of duty whatever like i mentioned before i kind of digged it when i was really heavy into siege because i was being rewarded constantly for the time i was putting into that game because you were put a ton of time in. so and the fact that you have to opt into it cool too right like i don't have to like i choose to do that so if you're maining a game if you're a fortnite fanatic it's not that bad it kind of makes sense because you're getting rewarded i'm not going to be fucking playing suicide squad as my main squeeze that i'm grinding out three hours a night for the next two years it's insane that's it doesn't belong in that game and that's what really frustrates me i don't want to see that model in these types of games what a it could be insanely awesome, and then maybe people reconsider. And I think there's always going to be an audience for something like that, just not us. Like, we're not about it, you know? I think the game almost needs to prove how good it is, like Siege did. Because Siege, it wasn't right away. Siege released, and then it built all these things enough. Yeah, it was a very, yeah, that was like six you years know? after it came out. They did yeah, that. like, I think, that's, I think that's the key to the live service model, is start with a game that's so compelling and so smooth and engages players in such a visceral way that they'll stick with it and then yeah. you know, start Don't luring them come in. come right out know? the gate with a fucking battle pass for your like, <laughs> co-op fun single-player game. Like, what? Battle pass, no lube, no warning. Just coming right at you. <laughs> Just super aggressive. Right up the ass. <laughs> this is not, it's not, not for us. Not for us. Well, anyways, I'm super disappointed. Um, what I'm not disappointed about is the potential. Now, this is again fucking leak. You know, I wish this was concrete because it would kind of be cool. We're on a roll right now. Uh, there is word out in the ether on a Dead Space movie in the works. Interesting. And that caught my ear because not only is the remake coming out, um, but with a fucking okay, with a, with a movie for Dead Space. I love horror so much and there is nothing that could be more perfect than a well done just like the last of us horror film on anything to do with dead space it is so primed to be such a fucking good thing and the way it came about which was kind of cool i think it was like a year two years ago uh john carpenter so halloween the thing fog fucking classic horror movie director uh he was asked about would he ever 
because by the way, he's a massive video game fan. So the natural question, you're a famous horror director. Is there any like franchise that you would ever want to direct a film if you could, like just hypothetically? Mm. He immediately said Dead Space. He was like, I love that game. It's one of my favorites and I think it would make a killer movie. So whatever, that just, that happened. Everyone forgot about it because it's just, it, it was him just riffing. I think it was a couple months ago, October, something like that. Um, well, actually, no, sorry. The, the interview I'm talking about right now is had to be recent because that's why this is leaking now. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this. He was, he was having conversations with someone and in an interview said that they brought up the Dead Space thing. And he's like, oh, well, you know, someone else is working on that right now. And they're like, what? He's like, uh, <laughs> nothing like... So that little Norman Reedus level slip up. Yeah, that was just enough to be like, yo, fucking Dead Space movie. It makes sense with if this remake comes out and his gangbusters like, dude, it comes out in a week. Dude, so check it out. I pre-ordered it. No, you did. Yes, fuck. I did. So this episode, you guys are hearing it on the 20th. Our next episode, because of what we just said about The Last of Us, is going to air on the 30th. Which means I'll have three days. I don't know if you're gonna. You're probably gonna pick it up too. Right? There's no way the weekend passes that you haven't bought. I'm not, man. You don't I'm think not. you're gonna I'm do st- it? I'm sticking my thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm sticking. So to I Hogwarts will. Legacy. Listen, I've been like dabbling in a bunch of different games because I knew this was gonna happen. Same. So Dead Space is gonna come out, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with the exception of obviously watching Last of Us, I'm gonna play it so that we we can talk about Last of Us, talk about Dead Space on uh, the thirtieth. Awesome. awesome, and I'm I'm actually so excited for that because you've never played it. Oh yeah, that's honestly I feel excited. fine not picking this up and just doing Hogwarts because like I can cover that while you cover Dead Space because yeah. you covering Dead Space. This is like you have no prior experience no, whatsoever zero. with it, which is perfect. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I, I've been playing no, like a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. I, dude, I beat Sifu. I'm playing mm-hmm. Iron Man VR. I'm playing Breath of the Wild. I'm playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Like, I'm all over the place. Yeah, there's a lot of games. I'm just I'm just jumping back and forth. I'm playing like an hour of Skywalker. I'm playing an hour of Breath of the Wild. Do some VR. The fucking Iron Man VR game is so much fun. It is. Oh yeah, I so much fun, dude. It's it's good. I told you, like moving around, kind of like Tony Stark, where you put your hands by your your side. I was I played it for a while the other night and I was standing, which is the only way to play the game. Yeah, by the way, yeah. you have to stand. And then I was like getting a little bit like I'm old, so I'm like I want to <laughs> sit down. So I sat down. Not the same. Don't sit down and play that game. Um, it's actually kind of hard to control. It's not meant to sit down and play. Resident Evil Four is. Mm. So that's good to know. It's like sitting down um, and trying to play Beat Saber. It's just it's not going to work. In your you favor. can't. Yeah, you can't do it. So uh, really enjoying that. But looking forward to Dead Space. It's going to be awesome. Oh, fuck. Well, dude. I okay. So I platinumed elden ring i then uh, a few days ago platinumed cyberpunk and Ooh, now nice. i'm just like i'm literally looking at my library so i got, I got tons of shit to play <laughs> but i'm just like yeah i'm like what's the fucking next where can i plan so what i started now I, I i'm not promising anything I, i'm probably gonna fall off it to be honest but i really want to try i started and i i haven't died yet but i you're able to save technically as long as you don't die i started permadeath run on last of us part two for the final Ooh. final trophy Oof. in the uh in the dlc thing with the grounded oh mode like God. dlc yeah so no. 
started that i have made it to the library with ellie and dina so it's like very early on in the game yeah yeah, yeah. but let me tell you it is sweaty and there are things so you can change whatever difficulty i lowered it right down to like whatever whatever the lowest one is i don't know i very easy i guess um i thought permadeath was only the entirety of the game if you die at any point you start right from the beginning you can actually choose three different modes entirety I forget what the middle one is or by chapter. And there's like, yeah. I don't know, 15, 17 chapters. So basically 17 mm. chances to like, if you die, you can restart at the beginning of that chapter and you have 17 opportunities. What's the trophy for? Just beat the game on any permadeath mode. That's your trophy. Oh, any any of them. Okay. And you can do anything. That's, that so sounds like, pretty reasonable. I'll give but it like, a shot. You and, I have, you and I have beat the game. On the easiest difficulty, dude, that game is very possible to play never dying. That's what I thought, but I started th- when I was playing. I started thinking, I'm like, if a clicker <laughs> grabs you once, that's all that that's all that needs to happen. If you have your back turn and a clicker grabs you, that's it. You have to not restart. on very easy. Yeah. Yes. No, that's incorrect. I've played the game on very they easy. They rip a your face apart. What do you mean? You, no, they don't. They grab you, and you have a chance to stab them on very easy. Every other difficulty, they fuck you up. With uh, easy, with Abby, I don't think you do you, though. You can stab them. You can stab them. With what? Every if you don't have a shark, she doesn't have a thing. Ellie has her her knife. I think Abby, Abby doesn't so have anything. Maybe it's it might not have ever happened with Abby, but with Ellie, dude, one hundred percent, a clicker has grabbed me, and I've been able to stab them in the face before I die. I don't want to try because I'll have to restart. <laughs> you have to thing. restart. Um, yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna give it a shot, and then uh, if it happens, I'll let you know, and if I survive it. Uh, anyways, uh, that's gonna be it from us, and until next time on Monday, please remember. Um, we will see you all then. Thanks for listening. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy Podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy Podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group.